0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Mike Renner, Paul Hamilton next hour. Just reading some of the articles about the NFLPA survey. Mentioned this when Sal was on, how each team was graded in eight or nine different categories a lot of it is like the strength coach the weight room training those kind of things but also nutrition and how they do for families things like this travel like sort of lifestyle stuff obviously and arizona got 5f's like that's the most actually even when you when you're worse than washington in this kind of area you're really struggling training facility part of it is how players voted on how likely they thought it was that their team's owner would upgrade these facilities. And the Arizona guy, Bidwell, came in last, behind Daniel Snyder. Okay, again, that's how bad that is, apparently. And that's a it's obviously embarrassing. The Bills did fine in this, like ninth, I think Sal said. I didn't see a list, but um, they did fine. There's, there's some A's for the facility and strength and things like that training. But it's, it's obviously embarrassing for a team like the Cardinals or for Washington. It's just bad in terms of free agents and coaches. Like one article I read speculates that this is why Sean Payton didn't pick the Cardinals was that he didn't think there was enough right with the facilities and the reputation of the organization, and we've had that for a long time with the Bills, and it's been said many times. It's not something we usually dwell on. The Bills have come so far in this area. You know, you still have certain disadvantages here. They do the weather, the taxes, as Jordan Poyer reminded us the other day. You know, the the things to do, the category of th- things to do, how people have complained about there not being enough to do. It takes it's a certain kind of guy that can adapt to our way of life here in uh, western New York but man in terms of like the bills themselves they have just come so far like the bills would have been last they would have gotten F's in this kind of thing I think 10 to 15 years ago the the stadium and all the different things here we're talking about so uh congrats to them I guess I mean they've they've earned a much better standing here in the league than they used to have Haven't really talked about the Sabres yet today, even though it's a bad loss for them at home last night, a costly one, and I'm dizzy from the trades around the league. It's like the deadline is Friday, but there are just trades like all day, all week here around the league, and the Sabres have just the one very small move. I'll just say now because it's probably on your mind, and maybe you weren't listening other times when I talked about it. It's just I don't mind that they're not – At least hitting bigger, swinging harder in these trades in the trade market. Yet, Timo Meyer was the big name. He goes to Jersey. There's still Jacob Chikrin in play for uh, Arizona, but these other trades and like first round picks and everything like that. I just don't think it's time here. Um, they they've had one thing I think about a lot is listen. I was listening to a baseball podcast the other day, effectively wild. Ben Lindbergh is the co-host of that show. He's been on this show three or four times over the years. He does a, he, Meg Rowley is his co-host. They do a season preview, and at the end of every interview, talking about each individual team, he asks the guest, what's a successful season for your team? And some of them are easy. Like if you're the Dodgers, it's win the World Series, you know, and other teams it's more nuanced. I think the Sabres have pretty much already had a good season. Like no matter what happens – I Dare I say it, maybe I want to revisit this, but I think no matter what happens, this was a good season for them. There is an opportunity here with the playoffs, but it's still, you're into March and they're in it. And that is the first time that's been true for a long time. So everybody likes the path and how it feels right now. So that, that I would say it's a good season and I would not want to damage anything I don't know, I don't want to sort of taint the point, but damage anything in the future by throwing a good prospect or a high pick into a trade. I think it's just, you know, I'm okay with their not doing that. You know, maybe they'll come up with something awesome, though, and (laughs) I also want to reserve the right to enjoy that if that happens before Friday at 3. That is the deadline, Friday afternoon at 3, so a little less than 48 hours. Uh, Two hours less than 48 hours, actually. Mike Renner of PFF, NFL Draft, the subject, and the bills as we continue next here on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,